Never show any sign of weakness. Always go for the throat. Buy low, sell high. Fear, that's the other guy's problem. Biz Talk Radio is proud to bring you... Investor's Edge with Gary Kaupbaum. Straight talk about you and your money. You can reach Gary now at 877-747-EDGE. That's 877-747-3343. Here's your host, Gary Kaupbaum. And welcome again to Investor's Edge. I'm Gary Kaupbaum, your host. Thanks for being with us today. Glad you are here, ladies and gentlemen. Happy that you are listening. It is the 29th, Friday, March 29th, 2019. End of quarter. It's over. And they got the job done. We'll explain the bit. We'll do markets. All that other stuff. And ladies and gentlemen, yeah, we're going to have to do some stuff. Hope you are listening. Uh, but first, uh, if you do not get this show in your city, go to GaryK.com. You can listen live at Archive. We're live 6 p.m. Eastern Monday through Friday. Also at GaryK.com. You can follow me on Twitter. Just press the button. Go to Twitter at GaryKaupam. You can email me. Just be nice. Read our commentary articles you post. If you like to hear what we're doing, like to hear what you're doing, press the money management button. Press the subscribe button to get our notes. Or the uh, email service, uh, convictionleaders.com, right there. Press the button one month free at GaryK.com. Uh, just some housekeeping. April 13th, 10 a.m. to noon Eastern Time. I will be in Scottsdale, Arizona at the Museum of the West with my good buddy Steve Jurch. He's going to talk income and whatever he wants to talk about, and I'll talk some nonsense also. Actually, he'll talk the good stuff. I'll talk nonsense. So if you want to come around and meet me and Steve, 10 a.m. to noon Eastern Time, April 13th. That's a Saturday at the Museum of the West. Okay. I'm going to go a little out of order. Lyft came public today. Opened up at 89. It was a $72 initial public offering. It was originally 62, 65, 68. They came out at $72. That means they offered it to the public at 72 on the IPO, but opened it. They thought the demand was there to open it at 89. Closed at $78.29. Anybody who owns the stock after the close. I mean, uh, on the open today is losing money. Some who bought it on the open are already down nice little 10 bucks. That's all I really need to say about that. I already went over the financials of the company. Uh, when you're dealing with IPOs, you never know. It could open up at 89 and bid 109 right now. I was interested in playing it and just watching it, trading it myself, and it didn't even give me the ability to do it. It opened and down ticked. And it drifted lower from there, and then in the last half hour, they were really selling it off. Gary, who can be selling it off? Well, the people that are fed up who bought it in the aftermarket today, and people who bought the IPO saying, wait a minute, I thought I was going to be up 50%, and this thing keeps getting hit. So that's left. <sighs> price. Let me explain to you what price is. And bear with me. We're going to do this for a few minutes. Price is what somebody is willing to pay for something. And on that other end, somebody who's willing to sell it for. And then you get a trade. That's what price is. That's all. Whether it's Dockers at Macy's. Because if Macy's put out Dockers at 80 bucks and nobody's buying, they're going to mark it down. When you see sales You think they're doing you a favor? It's not really sales. But price is supposed to be where people 
me the price. At a certain time. And on a certain amount. Typically without the interference of others. It can be tires at a tire store. It could be for weed. It could be for stocks. It can be for anything. Real estate. Disney World. And when it comes to businesses and the consumers, businesses are constantly measuring what price consumers will consume. And of course, that also has to do with time. Airlines will raise prices as they get closer to the flight. Or at least test that in order or understanding that you may need to fly within a couple of days and you get no choice. It also depends on monopolies. If at an airport there's only one airline flies from one place to the other and there's no competition, well, they're going to test the higher prices and see if you're going to pay. And if they see you're not, they're going to lower. Recently, Disney changed their pricing structure. They have what is known, I guess you can call it demand pricing. High traffic days at Disney, they're charging more. Holidays and the like. They're betting people are going to willing to pay that higher price because that's that day. I wouldn't because I have no interest in going to Disney and waiting three hours for a ride on a busy day. Others want to be a part of the holiday. Price. Some very wealthy people will pay $100 million for a painting. Really. I wouldn't. A painting? But it's rare and he's a great art. Really. And we've watched paintings go for $200 million. Price. The unfettered buying and selling of buyer and seller, trader and investor at a given price and at a given time based on what is known as market forces. Simple as that. Market forces. The more demand, prices go up. Less demand, prices come down in order to find the equilibrium of demand. And again, unfettered. Which leads me into why we're discussing this today. It's called $250 trillion of debt around the globe. $250 trillion. That's all up next. You'll get the hint. I'm Gary. This is the one and only Investor's Edge. 
It's time to switch on the integrator units and get the brain cells working. You're listening to... Okay, this promises to be fun. Investor's Edge. The last bastion of quality programming. With Gary Kaltbaum. It doesn't get better than this. So... Price is supposed to be about buyers and sellers. The stock market should be about buyers and sellers. Fear and greed, size, time, the things that matter. But something happened years ago, and that is central banks started interfering. And very simply, they started interfering with rates, interest rates. They recognize they can move things around based on rates. And the lower and easy interest rates created bubbles. We know that. History. And bubbles burst. And there was misery for quite a while. Which led to 08. And then what happened? What I consider to be the greatest interference in the market in history by a zillion And every time markets have tanked over the last 10 years, by no coincidence, central banks went either easier money with rhetoric, with the floating of rumor, or the actuality of easy money. Every time. The most recent, late December. Today. Lawrence Kudlow, I'm fast-forwarding and then I'll back it up. He is, I don't know what his title is. But he's the head of Economic Council or whatever. Came out loud and clear and yelled out several times today that our central bank needs to cut rates immediately by a half percent. From two and a half down to two. While the administration says, we're not interfering with the central banks. Yet, they kowtowed to this administration in the last week and in the first last week of the year and the first week of this year by completely stopping what they were doing. Great. Here's the problem. And I want you to listen carefully. Over and above actual economic activity, real economic activity, let me repeat that, over and above real economic activity, you know what that means? That is, you buying a car, they sell you a car. They make $2,000 on the car or $1,000 on the car. They sell you a warranty. Because they were selling you that car, the, uh, the uh, salesman made a commission of two, 300 bucks. Because the salesman made two or 300 bucks, he felt a little more wealthy. He took his wife out to dinner. Because he took his wife out for dinner, the restaurant sold an extra two meals and a couple of drinks. Because they sold a, a meal and a couple of drinks, they brought in revenue. Because they brought in actual real economic activity. Actual real economic activity. But over and above that actual real economic activity,
government debt borrowings is up to $250 trillion plus dollars. Over and above that economic activity, our government has spent more than $22 trillion more than it has taken in. This over the last 20 some odd years, let's call it a trillion a year. Central banks have printed, depending on which abacus, up to $20 trillion. Over and above, it's just money conjured up. Want to add it up? $22 trillion here of government debt, $20 trillion central. Well, let's just add $250 trillion. Whatever number you want to give, over and above. On top of that, negative rates in many areas of the globe. Some say $20 trillion of bonds have negative rates. And I want to ask yourself a question. How is it possible that a country has negative rates? That if you lend that country money, you get nothing. So why would you lend the country that money? And in fact, not only do you get nothing, but you have to pay them. All this over and above activity of real economic activity of I'm just giving you numbers. God only knows the real numbers. Over and above. And now this administration ain't satisfied. Donald Trump, who blasted Obama and Bernanke for easy money now, is making Bernanke look like Paul Volcker. We don't predict markets here, ladies and gentlemen. We interpret markets. And I watch every word that I say. I'm going to watch my words again up next, then the full market wrap. This is the one only investor's edge. You're listening to America is talking. Investor's Edge. You gotta be pleased with that. The crowd is just on its feet here. He's a Cinderella boy. With Gary Coltbaum. I'm highly recommended. You're gonna feel better if you talk to him. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. So again, in spite of these hundreds of trillions, our administration is now jawboning the Fed to lower rates by a half point, even though they said they would not do that. Enabling more debt and more deficits going forward. And I got to tell you, I got to believe... Let me back up before I say something misinterpreted. To repeat, we don't predict markets. We interpret. I got to believe we're going to have another run for the roses based on this. We'll watch the technicals on a daily basis, and if on Monday something happens that we think, oh, we have topped, that, that's what matters. But just the historian in me, we've we got to have another run for the roses, considering Europe, new round of easing, Japan, new round of easing, China never stopped. Europe and Japan still have negative rates. God only knows where China is. And now the complete turnaround, which is expected out of these nut jobs in this administration. But I repeat the problem. I'm not a Cassandra. 
I'm the most optimistic I've ever been on you. I'm the most pessimistic I've ever been on them. The worry is every data point, every economic statistic, every asset price here and around the globe is on the back of tens if not hundreds of trillions of dollars of debt, deficits, and not easy money based on market forces, but easy money based on the conjuring up of fake money to rig and manipulate those markets. Japan says they'll, they buy up stocks. Janet Yellen this week said that if we get into trouble again, we should buy stocks. The Fed, the central bank. I am more than ever worried about the outcome of all this. More than ever. Because just when you think they've decided to let markets be about that person going to Macy's to buy those Dockers, they get in the middle of it. in order to make sure that things go up and stay up in order for their re-election. Again, we just tell you about the market on a daily basis and take it from there. If I tell you when I saw this today, I'm a pretty cool cat. I wasn't so cool. Remember what happened when it burst in 08. That was a pinprick. We just had easy money back then. Maybe it's 10 years from now. Maybe it's at 40,000 now. Maybe it's five years from now. Maybe it's one year from now. Maybe it's next week. Market Wrap is brought to you by investment-models.com. That's Jim Rohrbeck, one of the great market timers. No gray areas with the man. You're either in or out of the market with his proprietary indicators. Go check it out, investment-models.com. Well, you got the end of quarter today, and then Cudlow. Dow up 211, and the Dow Boeing up 7. Let me give you the technical condition on Boeing. Um, I'm going to state to you, well, yeah, the 360 to 370 area look like that's where your support is for now. And it looks like it wants to get towards 390 on the next move. Not saying it's going to. Just telling you what the opportunity is. Uh, United Health rebounding a bit up 5. Uh, Caterpillar up 3. Uh, dollar Gainers, Visa. United Tech, Microsoft, Home Depot, IBM, Apple. Um, small and mid caps on the perform. There were some areas didn't do much, but transports were up 88. Uh, advanced declines weren't so good for a 200. Semiconductor strong, the software and things were strong. Some of the tech was strong. China was strong. And you know why China's strong? They're all in. They're pulling what Bernanke did in 2009. So a lot of the Chinese ADRs are coming up. 
names that stuck out for me today. Go look at At Home, A-T-H-M. Go look at Alibaba, B-A-B-A, walking up the uh, 50-day. For examples, just a couple of names. New highs, I think they were actually down from yesterday, but there's still some names. But the most important thing you need to know is there is a setup here to go higher. Told you that yesterday. Down needs to break above 26,109. Then 26,241. Remember, the Dow has been a weakling recently. That's because Boeing is still down like 50 points from the high. S&P? Just looks like it'll go higher for now. NASDAQ? Kind of looks like the S&P to a certain extent. Russell 2000 continues to be an anchor. The transports continue to be an anchor, but definite better action in the last three days. As I mentioned the rails to you yesterday, you do recall that, I think. I have the recollection. And we're heading into earnings season. Now, some people already email me, isn't this end of quarter window dressing? I'd say probably there's a component of that. And no, end of quarter window dressing does not work every quarter. But I would, if you go back 10 years, I bet you 75% of the time, easy. Easy. In that last week or so, you got the move of some sort. Remember how bad last quarter was? Guess where the market bottom on the 26th? End of September, market rallied, topped out October 3rd. Got it. A little rally at the end of June. And then you could go back further. But that was big stuff today out of Kudlow, which is out of the administration. Oh, but we're not interfering with the central banks. We're not. Well, of course they are. Now, whether Powell fell suit or not, I don't know. But we had a prediction here that the next move, they will be cutting rates. Powell cannot cut rates immediately now. Because then he'd really look bad and even worse than he already looks. Up next on The Edge, we'll wind up the week. And then we're gone. Thank you for being here. I'm Gary. This is the one only Investor's Edge. Listening to... What are we waiting for? What are we waiting for? One, two, ready, go. Investor's Edge. With Gary Kolbach. Let's get to Investor's Edge. Thanks for being with us today. A little bit of news. Uh, you know they came out with this Mueller report and the Democrats are having fits. Uh, the Attorney General – let me explain what just happened here. The Democrats are waiting with bated breath over the Mueller report, expecting that they were going to give Trump a colonoscopy, and in there there was nothing. Uh, but how it works is the Attorney General does a synopsis of the report. He put out four pages. Uh, Mueller said he didn't find anything, and now the media are parsing the words, and that's fine, well and good, because they look, they're after Trump. They, they want to destroy the man. They want to absolutely – if murder was legal, they would murder Donald Trump. That's how bad it is. Um, this has been going on forever. They hate Republicans. They love Democrats. It doesn't matter how stupid, moronic, and basilic the Democrats are. They will kiss their rear ends. Look, uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Dumb as a box of rocks, and they're turning, they're making her, you're a superstar, you're a fan, she's a moron. You can't be a bigger moron than the things she has come out with. And I can go on and on anyway, so this attorney general's had enough of been, he's been called out. And of course, as usual, they are, and just remember, the media ripped the shreds off of 
Ken Starr throughout the whole time, but they had kid gloves with Mueller this whole time because he was investigating somebody they didn't like. Anyway, Barr finally had enough, and he said, listen, you jackasses. By mid-April, you're going to have the big report. Redacted because we're not going to put in the security stuff. You know, there's a lot of whatever. Still not happy of the Democrats. Why? They want to destroy Trump. Just so you know what they're doing now, they're asking for 10 years. It's no longer collusion with Russia. It's now obstruction, which is really uh, – you're not proving that. But now they're subpoenaing 10 years of financials, if not more. They're going all in. And here's the amazing thing about this. They're ensuring Trump winning in 2020. If the economy stays decent shape and the market does not crash, they are handing Trump 2020. Why? Because he's going to be running against a socialist and independents are not going to vote for socialists. And I guarantee you people that are kind of sick of Trump and his antics are going to see that all these Democrats are doing investigation after investigation after investigation and people are going to get winded. And they're going to hand it to Trump in 2020. And then they're going to ask themselves the question, what happened? They forgot that they propped up Trump during the primaries. They gave Trump hundreds of millions of dollars of free advertising, kissing his royal behind during the primary stick. There's no way he was going to win. And then the day he won, all of a sudden he was the Antichrist. Anyway, I have, I have these people targeted like there's no tomorrow. Anyway, so AG Barr is going to come out of it mid-April. I can't wait to see it. I have my own ideas on the whole thing. I'll wait till it comes out, then I'll speak about it. Anyway. Did I tell you there were 48 billion robocalls last year? 48 billion? I found that out last night. 48 billion robocalls last year. Shouldn't we be able to find the owners of these robocall companies and, I don't know, waterboard them? Would that be too mean? All right, that's, that's bad. Torture's not good, right? I can't be mean, right? Today I got 19 robocalls. And interesting enough, I got my first robocall. Are you ready for this? Dun, 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 dun. From the United Kingdom. I got one. I got one from Boykins, Virginia. Monteverde, Florida. Bells, Tennessee. Ooh, I'm going nationwide here. Another Monteverde, Florida. I got two with the first three numbers of my cell phone number. Dummies, like I wouldn't know. Minneapolis, Minnesota. Anyway, you guys getting the same stuff, right? Just had to mention that. And I got to tell you, that, that, that's about it as far as I'm concerned, as far as the news today. It's just... You remember when I do the exercise with you about the credit cards? If you're broke and you get one, then two, then ten, then twenty... You're always still owing the money, and then one day, uh uh-oh. That's what continues to happen around the globe. Three billion was spent over and above today, what we send them. And of what we send them, one and a half billion today went to interest on the debt they have created. But while the going gets good, the market loves easy money, and I don't want you to ignore it. And if major indices can break above levels, go look at the charts this week. We're going to head for the old highs, if not more. With warts. Meaning narrow. We'll have the leaders. We'll have the names. Pay attention. Have a great weekend. Drive carefully. When you get home, do like we do. Simple procedure. Make sure you hug your children. Night night all.
This clean editing of Investor's Edge created by Stu Lander. Follow me at twitter.com slash s-t-o-o-l-a-n-d-e-r.